You're listening to The New Normal with Lucas Rosenfield. So this is the first episode that I've been doing for quite a while now. I think it's been almost a month, might have actually been a month to the day, but it's been quite an eventful month um, that has passed. And obviously a lot of the sort of um, unrest that we've been seeing all over the world was really sparked by the killing of George Floyd in Minneapolis. And I'm not really going to speak too much about it now because, look, we've all uh, heard about it, we've all seen it, and we've seen some of these massive protests um, that have been taking place, not just in America, but really all around the world, um, where, you know, there's been a collective sort of uh, outrage about what happened to George Floyd and what happens to so many other African-Americans. And we saw uh, another police uh, shooting just the other day of Rayshard Brooks in Atlanta. And although the cases are different, uh, basically Rayshard Brooks had taken a police officer's taser and was a resisting arrest at that point, um, the police officer shot him. I think it was either three or five times, and he died afterwards. And it's it's obviously extremely disturbing um, to someone who doesn't live in America um, to see that if your police force is on the whole good and you can trust them. But as South Africans, we know that's not really the case. Um, and, and I spoke about this uh, before um, in terms of police and army brutality, it was actually probably close towards the beginning of the lockdown, just after uh, Collins Causa was killed by uh, members of our army, where basically they uh, sort of accused him of violating lockdown regulations, which he wasn't because he was drinking alcohol on his own property, which was perfectly legal, and they beat him to death, the members of this army, of the army. And what we saw after that, which... You know, I didn't really cover it. happened pretty recently. But we saw uh, the courts actually step in and say, no, this is insane. Uh, eventually, these officers, uh, soldiers rather, I think they were placed on suspension. But then the army came out with like this ridiculous sort of internal review, which basically cleared them of any wrongdoing and blamed the whole thing on like gender inequality as if that's what killed Collins Corsa. But look, I mean, the George Floyd case sparked a lot of outrage. And one thing that, you know, I pointed out, if you were following me on Instagram, you'd have seen this, is that, you know, we see this outrage for when it happens in America, but we don't see it when it happens here. And look, a large part of this is due to the media and how, you know, a lot of what we consume in terms of news and you know, culture, all is filtered through America. And, you know, what's trending in America, we see what's going on there, and that's how we really do get a lot of our information. And obviously that's a big that's a big problem, right? Because we don't live in America, we are South Africans, and we live in South Africa, and we need to be more aware of what's happening in our own country um, than we are right now. So, look, there's definitely... Uh, a problem with the media and the role that it plays. And I do think that quite a uh, significant portion of the blame for this ignorance has to fall uh, with them.
but ultimately it's up to us as individuals to keep ourselves informed about what's going on. And the reality is that many people don't do that. Many people say they're apolitical, not apolitical, rather they say, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not a politics person. I don't, I don't follow politics. But guys, we all need to. It's so, so important that we know what's happening in the world, that we can think critically, that we can apply our minds to what's happening and be able to formulate opinions about different things that otherwise, you know, maybe we uh, might not have heard of if we didn't take five minutes, ten minutes out of our day to go through the news and, you know, check out a couple of news sites that will keep you informed. And we all need to stay informed. And it's become increasingly clear um, that many people are very happy to, you know, live in their ignorant bubble. And they don't like to grapple with any of the real challenges that uh, people are facing. And you can you can look at an issue that's happening in America as a South African and, and express all the outrage uh, as you wanted it, right? And it captures the attention of the world. But the reality is this stuff is happening here in our own communities, close to our homes. And we, we just don't see that same sort of outrage. And what, what has been really positive uh, that's come out of all of this? And look, there have been a lot of positive things in America. You know, uh, Black Lives Matter has gained a lot of support. It used to be seen as some sort of like fringe radical thing. You know, White Lives Matter too and All Lives Matter was, uh, you know, quite, quite a big response to that when Black Lives Matter first emerged a few years ago. But right now it's really becoming a more mainstream thing. And there are plenty of advantages to that. Um, you know, the conversation now is very much about racial injustice and systemic racism. And that's an extremely positive thing. And we are also definitely seeing people become more aware of what's going on, not just in America and the world, but also in South Africa, which is very important, again, as we're all South Africans. Um so, look, that has definitely been a big positive that I've taken away from it, is that I'm seeing a lot more people being actively engaged in things that I know they wouldn't normally be engaged or interested in. And that's nothing but a positive. It's fantastic to see that. Um, and, you know, that that's part of what I am trying to achieve when I'm doing this, is that it's a mechanism uh, not just to keep you informed and to talk to you about things, but also to keep myself informed. And, you know, I've been doing that over the past month, but I have been busy with a few other things like university at the same time. So I thought it was, it was a good time to just take a backseat on the podcast for a bit. And also with all these conversations happening about systemic racism, as a white dude, I'm definitely not the best positioned and most qualified person to speak about that. And you know, I think a lot of white people, particularly in South Africa, are acknowledging that, hey, maybe it's a good time for me to shut up and actually listen to what uh, people of color are saying and to listen to their experiences and to understand where you've fallen short and to understand how you can improve yourself and improve those around you, your friends, your family, so that we can make the world a better place and that we can eliminate racism. Um it's, it's, it's not an easy thing, but the first step starts with you and how you challenge yourself to be better. 
And I'm seeing a lot more people doing that. I'm doing that. Um, because, look, I'm also uh, not guilt-free when it comes to this. You know, I have also been uh, extremely privileged and lucky in my life to be born a white guy in South Africa. Um, and I've benefited from systemic racism. And it's important that as white folks, you know, we can acknowledge that and we understand that we need to work to undo it. And I, I think the first step in doing that is to challenge yourself, to challenge your family and to challenge your friends to be better. And it's not an easy conversation to have with your friends um, if you see one of them make a racist joke. But it's something that we need to start having more and more of. And we've, we've also seen um, in Cape Town, I, I know it's, you know, the same for uh, other schools in South Africa, but predominantly Cape Town is what I've seen on social media, where we're seeing past pupils of schools really exposing uh, their schools, uh, normally former Model C or private schools, for the inherently racist institutions that they are. And this is, again, nothing but a positive, because, look, I attended a former Model C school, and we had plenty of issues. Um, there was a quite a major one that um, springs to my mind. I'm not going to go into detail about it now. Um, but our school handled it pretty pretty terribly, I think. And, you know, I, I loved my time there and I made, you know, my best friends there. I had really good relationships with a lot of the teachers and I really did love my time at that school. But it's also important to acknowledge where there were shortcomings and there were plenty of them. So these are important conversations that we have to have, and it's extremely encouraging to see that more and more of them are happening and how uh, debate has shifted quite radically to a position where we are all acknowledging that systemic racism is a thing. Whereas if you go back a couple of years, you know, you would have many more people saying, oh, no, but this, but that. So look, nothing but positives coming out of this and... Hopefully, this can really be a catalyst for change. Um, whether it will be, I, I honestly, I honestly don't know. I mean, we've seen so many movements uh, really spring to life and then you know die within a month or so. But hopefully, this time it's different, and hopefully, we see long-lasting change come out of this. And as South Africans, there's so much we need to be doing in our country that often you don't even know, you know, what, where the best place to start is. And sometimes you will feel powerless because after all, you're just one person and it's a whole system that's broken. But the best place to start is with yourself. And I'm sure most people listening to this uh, have had failings personally, not necessarily when it comes to issues with race in particular, but with other issues, you know, we've all, uh, made mistakes in life and we've all done things that we regret so look the first step is to acknowledge your own failures and I, I've been doing that and it, it's it's really it's been so so positive for me personally to know that I'm working to make myself a better more conscious more educated person about these things and it's very very encouraging to see that so many other people um who really I would have thought wouldn't really be interested in it, are doing the same. 
And look, obviously there are people who are still on the all lives matter train who are all, you know, still talking about like how there's a white genocide in South Africa, which there really, really isn't. Um, you know, these people are out there, they exist, but they're, there aren't as many as them, I think, as there were a few years ago. And it's really, really important that we we talk to these people as well. And you, we try and make them understand, you know, our points of view, which at this point I think is pretty objective about, you know, what the reality is, about how systemic racism is a thing. And we need to... Uh, not be put off when we come into contact with these people and we need to try have these conversations and try win them around to our way of thinking about these things because the reality is they are out there there's still a lot of them and a lot of them are very set in their ways so uh, look it's, it's not an easy thing to do and none of this is none of these conversations are really easy conversations but they are so so important to have and once again, hopefully this movement that we're seeing now, Black Lives Matter, you know, obviously it, it's been around for a few years, but hopefully this time it sticks and we really see lasting change coming out of it. And we need to, as South Africans, acknowledge our own failings, acknowledge how not all that much has changed since 1994. And it's it's going to be a long time before... We fix everything, but, you know, we, we sure as hell have got to start. Um, because if we don't start, hell, we're never going to get it done. So I think the most important thing is to remain as positive as possible, to remain encouraged, and to hope that, you know, we can eventually make enough changes to make this world a better place, which I really do think is possible. And the energy that we're seeing right now is amazing. So hopefully it can be kept up.